Welcome back to the Two Dudes Three Legs podcast. Today, we are with just Tony and I. We have no guest on today. We're going to do a one-year review of what our lives have been like for the last 12 months while doing the podcast, what the podcast has done for us in the last 12 months, who we've interviewed, what have been the best and the worst interviews, how our lives have changed, and basically a recap of what one year of podcasting has done for us. We share business tips, interview experts, and travel the world. This week on Two Dudes, Three Legs. In general, the past 12 months without the podcast has been pretty crazy, especially for you. Yeah. You have a kid due in three weeks and you got engaged. Yeah. So basically the two biggest steps in your life have happened <laughs> in the last 12 months. Yeah, a lot um, of shit. Outside of business, outside of the podcasting, which is where we're going to start. Tony, you're going to be a father in less than three weeks. Yeah. How does it feel? It's crazy. Everything's different. Everything I think about is through like a different scope now. It's like I have to consider every next step I make, I have to keep Gianna in mind. That's going to be my baby girl's name, Gianna Capaletti. I know, it's beautiful. But it's like every step I make now, she's in the equation. But it happened naturally. Like I don't have to think about it. It's just like, you know, every time I want to make a move, you know, I think some of my next moves are like buy a house. Uh, definitely next move is going to be buy a house. And it's like how, what house Why? is going to be good to, because I don't want to raise her in a, an apartment complex. <clears throat> I want her to have a house to gr- grow up in. And like, you know, I got my mom staying at the apartment complex we're in now. So I think what I'm going to do is go buy a two family so I can still have somebody living with me in the house to take care of her when we need that extra help. Um, but, you know, I definitely need a, I don't want to raise a kid in an apartment complex. It's kind of, I just don't think that's right, right. I don't know. I don't think it's that weird. I, I mean, mean, a backyard the apartment complex run around is beautiful. And, yeah. I mean, the apartment complex has a pool. It has the water right there. It has a hot tub. It's got a whole spot to hang out. A main common area. It's got a gym. Like it's not big enough though. That's, got the, everything. that's the real problem is because yeah, I want, want more room I want to keep kid. my mom living under the same roof as me. You know, whether it's a two unit place or right now it's just a two bedroom. Yeah. So it's like eventually Gianna's going to need her own room. So it's got to be a house. Yeah. Hope preferably so that's the a next two move? unit. Yeah. Like a multifamily. In the next what year? Hopefully. Yeah. 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 What, ha- what else have you prepared for when having a kid? Like what, what other preparation goes into it with conversations you've had with Michaela conversations you've had with your mom conversations you've had with other people so obviously my life has changed right like i'm not Mm -hmm. going out and drinking all the time like i don't even want to be doing all that shit no i I haven't been as much i'm kidding i mean for me now i probably drink as much as a normal person (laughs) (laughs) um but what really changed about me bro i'm crazy about and i think it's because of the baby coming I'm crazy about what I put into my body Mm. because I think that everything I do, she's going to do. And I never really gave a shit about, you know, I cared about what I ate. I always tried to eat a little healthy, but now I really care because like everything I do is she's going to end up doing, you know, she's going to become another form of me. So I'm like, 
and I don't know if this is just a weird phase I'm going through, and I don't know if any other father has gone through this, but bro, I'm reading the ingredients on everything. When we eat at our house now, I try to cut anything with ingredients out. Like, I don't want ingredients. You can't have any ingredients? I want steak, butter, you know, chicken, maybe some flavoring, but like, I don't want her Less eating than three ingredients. processed shit with seed oils. And so now I'm doing my best to not do that. And I'm doing all this crazy weird research on like health and like, mm-hmm. I just, I went down a rabbit hole yesterday for two hours learning about parasites. You want to talk about parasites, bro? Did you know like fucking 90% of the population has parasites and it's just normal and they can really fuck you up? Like, you what do you mean? like so tapeworms and fucking... Basically, two of us have parasites right now that are in this room. Definitely. I would I would venture to say the three of us do <laughs> because we all eat sushi and it's like super common in that. But it's like to get rid of them, you can just like cleanse. And there's all that. I ordered like all these fucking pills. I'm going to try it. See if it makes me feel better. Because, you know, it's just like all this stuff we don't know about. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I've just been looking into like all this weird health shit. It's crazy shit because how... I want her to be healthy. Yeah. Now you have such a responsibility, A, to live longer, to be there for her, but also you want her to be the best version of herself, so you have to become the best version of yourself right. so she can see that and do as you do. Right. You know? Right. And not as you say. Right. So. I've been doing mad research for that, and not just not just health. Like, mm-hmm. bro, she's getting an IUL as soon as she's here. I'm going to be putting money in that bitch every week. It's a very good thing to do. Yeah. What about health for her? Like, have you looked up feeding the baby certain things and what is, what is the normal of what a baby eats compared to what you want to do? Is there differences in that you've seen? Oh, she's going to be breastfeeding for three years. Three years. I don't care how weird people think that is. Interesting. I'm going to have her on that booby milk for as long as possible, bro. <laughs> I'm going to be drinking that shit. You're going to have gallons in the fridge or you're going to bring them into the office? We're just going to feed Michaela and then me and Gianna are just going to tap in. <laughs> they say it's the best thing, right? It's got to be. I'm sure it's got to be. It's all the natural it, shit. Yeah. It's breast and milk. Yo, only two ingredients. In like three weeks from now when you boys see me and my cheeks are looking fat, you're going to have to be like, yo, Tony, chill out on the titty milk. <laughs> you're looking a little wide. Yeah, I mean... Yo, has anyone ever drank their partner's breast milk? I want to know that. Yeah, I'm sure every fucking person has. Yeah, but like you talk to people and they're like, no, that's weird. But like, bro, when that... When there's premium titty milk (laughs) in my crib like all day, I'm going in for a swig. I want to know what it tastes like. I can't remember from when I was little. It's got to be good for you too. I mean, it's naturally made. I'm going to try to get some in a cup, put Add chocolate in it. Maybe not the protein. It's a protein. Too many seed oils. Mm. <laughs> it is the only milk we should be drinking. Facts. Breast milk. Thank you, Jamie. It's so not normal, and it really should be like extremely normal. Mad normal. They should just, yo, business idea. Listening. Human milk. Human milk. I bet you, you it's illegal for some reason. Mm, you're probably right. And listen, it's but not going to come I bet you people would out. drink it. It's not going to come out just clean and pasteurized like cow's milk. Like oh, when they process it and filter it, right? It's clumpy. You've mm, got things going on in mm. there. Yeah, that's how it should be. All this stuff that we eat so perfect. That means it's all messed up. Right. You know? It's not how it's supposed to be. Like it's supposed Preservatives. To, yeah. Right. Yeah, they put everything in it. You see on on all flour, or not flour. Um, damn, what the hell was it I was just eating the other day or making? Oh, pancake mix. 
when we were at Stone Mountain, it was like X, it was an ingredient. It was like to stop clumping, you know? And it's yeah, like, but it, oh, to stop clumping also gives cancer of the Correct, dick. exactly. Yeah. You know? It's insane the shit they get away with putting in food. What are you most excited for about having a family? Because obviously in the last 12 months, you not only are having a kid in the next month, but you also got engaged. So you're creating a full family. What are you most excited for? Just all the good times we're going to have together, bro. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to have my little baby girl on my bare chest and I'm just holding her and she's just, I'm her protector. I'm just going to hold her and love her so hard. And then, you know, just having times like that, bro. Like it, it brings me back to like when I was younger being in my house and I like, I remember Joey running around when he was a baby, you know, I didn't get to see any of my other brothers when they were younger, but like those moments are so sacred. You know, it was me and all my brothers running around the house. We were all fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. And like, it was just our family just being a family in a house. And it's like, <clears throat> I feel like that's become a rarity. Well, yeah. Why? And why does it die so much when you get older? What do you mean? Like, now. Uh, I haven't met a family. I don't think that has multiple kids that are above Bro, the nuclear family has 10 been years destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. It's been destroyed in this country. You think that is purposeful? Yeah. I mean, you know me, bro. I'm too full hat, man. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why absolutely. I'm asking the question. Listen, the people are strong when we're in family and when we're together, yeah. they're doing everything they can to break us up. Mm -hmm. How? Well, they're empowering women to go be men. Right. Mm -hmm. And not just, get sex change operations but to play the role of a man mm -hmm. right but like that's not how you create a strong family everybody needs to play their roles mm -hmm. but you know jordan I, I couldn't mean, be jordan without a pippin facts. you needed a second man facts and that's why they were the best like, team ever look at the most you know famous and and uh not all of them but most of the wealthy men in the world have women at home doing the family part that's such an important role mm -hmm. like when i think about Michaela going out and working it's so easy for me to say wait a second it's w way worth it for me to go out work harder you stay home and you take care of the family because yeah. that's why I'm doing this shit mm -hmm. that's why I'm working in the first place we need to have a good family unit a strong family unit because that's that's all that matters like you I'm leaving my legacy here it needs mm -hmm. to be taken care of what's the point if we're both out working and then our child's out being indoctrinated in schools and like learning all this crazy weird shit. And then we have these, this family fallout because well, we're, it's very we spend weird because all the stuff that's taught in schools and all the outside, the TikTok, the Instagram has so much more influence over a kid right. than it used to because the parent doesn't have as much control of what they're seeing and what's going on in their life. It's so much more dependent now on like, what they're seeing in the world, the TikTok, the Instagram, the, the schools, their friends, the environments they're in, you're only 10% of their day. Right. You know, right. after they get four or five years old, 90% of the day is spent around other people and other things. And especially their attention. Right. When they get a phone in front of them. Well, you need There's to be so careful much. with what you expose them to. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, me and Michaela talk about this shit all the time. Mm -hmm. My kid is not going to be a screen kid. Mm -hmm. There's no fucking screens. You're not playing on a phone. You're not playing on this shit. You're going outside and you're playing and you're going to be socializing with other kids. And I'm going to be very careful about the people she socializes with. Yeah. Like I've already talked to you before. I don't know if she's just going to go to some regular public school mm -hmm. where I don't know who she's talking to or who's convincing her of what's normal. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man, all the shit we hear, you know, 
I hate to admit it, but a lot of what I hear is from just social media. Yeah. I refuse to watch the news. It's fucking garbage. It's just absolute garbage and poison. Um, but from what I hear about schools, it's like it's the worst influence ever on your kids. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it's you know you know how many the, you know how many science teachers are Democrats. Probably fucking ninety percent of them. Ninety six percent. You know how many math teachers are Democrats. Why are we talking about which? How just about just teachers? Me. Just answer ninety five percent. Yeah, ninety five percent. You know how many? Uh, what is the other one? What was the other one on the thing? Uh, English teachers. You know how many English teachers are Democrat? All of them. 99%. Yeah. You know what that's called? Indoctrination. Dictatorship. Yeah. <laughs> that's called That's called uh, um, uh, a monopoly. Yeah. That's called a monopoly. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's bad that they're liberals, but you can't have only one side of the story for these, for kids when they're four to 17, 18 years old. Hmm. If the person of influence, if the person that they're spending eight hours a day with is only, all those people are only on one side. I'd be pissed if it was the other way too. Right. 99% Republican. Right. I don't want that. I want fair, open capitalist society right. in everything. The best teacher or, or, or the teachers in public schools, there should be some form of balance. We want balance in pilots black and white we want balance in men and women but we don't want balance in their viewpoints in in school that's the most important true but you know there, there's another side to it where it's like i don't give a fuck what they are why the fuck's that have to do with my kid let's learn what they need to learn yeah, but that's how they view the world through i mean i could go for hours talking about the fucked up parts of the education system but their political view should have fucking nothing to do with what they're teaching yeah. two plus two is four that's it yeah fucking but what happened you can in say the past? that but 80 percent of school is also the socialization af- aspect of it to go out and talk and create conversations right. well, and, and to have crit- critical thinking and creative thought processing well i in think that's class. more of college and and later years when Even, you're younger you should just be learning basic shit yeah i guess past middle school yeah is really they're talking about, about teaching but. like sex education to young kids and a man and a woman and all that shit if you can't decide what it is leave it to the parents let's talk a little bit about what this podcast has been like for us in general so there's so many avenues, different ones that we can go into, but I'll start with the pure and sheer amount of connections we've made with new people because of this podcast is incredible. We could talk for hours about that. Incredible. Each and every person we've met, it's such a unique thing to say, okay, just because now we have a podcast, we have a reason to sit down with you and learn about you for an hour and a half and ask you all the questions and give us all the details of the ins and outs of your life or your business or your story. I love that. But it's just because we have two cameras and we say we have a podcast that we get to literally find out everything about these people as soon as we meet them. Right. You know? And so it's made some serious, amazing connections. Who's your favorite one we connected with so far? I think I know who yours, your favorite one is. I mean, it's got to be Mark Sony. I know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's changed my life the most, and now he's my coach, and I talk to him on a w- weekly basis, and it's I been incredible. So, yeah, he's he has been incredible. We got we got to get on with him tonight. Yeah, I know. Nine o'clock. But you know, my boy, you know who I'm fucking with the heaviest. Who's that? Lassie motherfucking oh, Madsen. Yeah, Lassie Madsen, your boy. My boy. Well, that 
So, okay, let's take the two avenues. For me, the most important Isn't part of this podcast was someone who was business. Yep. And that's changed me the most. Yours is Lassie Madsen, who obviously, you could tell a story about who he is. Go ahead. Yeah. Lassie started Levitate, well, the blade leg brand that is, I think, going to end up turning into all over prosthetics. Talk about it. What is, what the people don't know for the first time watchers, what have we done with Levitate and what has so happened? Through what Levitate. Are, so Levitate, mm-hmm. what he does is he seeks to end the current situation with how people go about getting their prosthetics, which is kind of a pain in the ass. First of all, you have to go through doctors and then you got to get referred to a, to a uh, orthopedic or a, a prosthetic office where they'll then fit you and then you got to get... You have to get approved by insurance to get your leg, but he wants you to be able to uh, just purchase it, just cut out all the middlemen. You know, if you're missing a limb and you have, if you already have a prosthesis, he has blade legs that you can go and get to him so you can run, go and get through him so that you can run. And he has it at a price point where you don't even need insurance, which is incredible. Isn't it amazing that it takes a Danish blade leg manufacturer to actually come in and disrupt the United States prosthetic market? Yeah, he's wild for that too. Uh, And I think he's going to do more than just uh, running blades. It's going to turn into walking feet. And then I think he's eventually even going to do casting and the whole deal, sockets and everything. Well, let's talk about what we've done with him. What is to do? So because of his price point of, $2,000 $2,000 a blade leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, we started working with, I, I think he put me on to Michael Derringer mm-hmm. at Giveability, mm-hmm. uh, Giftability now. Uh, but I spoke to Michael Derringer at Giftability and he put me on as an ambassador. And within what, it was one month, we raised $20,000. And we took all that money and we went out and bought blade legs. And we've been giving them out left and right, giving people the ability to run again. How much total money have we donated? 30, 25,000? Probably 25 to 30,000. $25,000. Yeah. And I still got and, money in an account and yeah. we're ready to buy more, uh, which is incredible. You know, we've been to two test runs already, mm-hmm. one out in Dallas and we went to one out in Denver. And when's the next one? Isn't it April something? 22nd. In, yeah, I think it's in April Boston. April 22nd in Boston. And then yeah. when's the one in New York? Do you guys know? Nope. No. But I'll be there. That's coming up soon too. They're both in April. Yeah. So it's end of April then. Run yeah. through the uh, the Run names of the people that we gifted uh, levitate blade legs to. Amputee Taylor. Taylor, who's a bilateral amputee, amputee. and two. a fucking Paralympic snowboarder. She's mm-hmm. so badass. That's the most athletic amputee I've ever seen, and she's missing both her feet. What was the other one? Uh, Joc- Jocelyn? Was that her name? Jocelyn Flores. Jocelyn. No, yep. that's a song, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I say that all the time. Jocelyn Melvin, was another one. Jocelyn Melvin. Jocelyn Melvin, the train hopper. That's right. Train My hopper. My boy, Nicholas Bacon. Yep. Nick the Bacon. The CBS story. Love that dude. Yep. The, the father of, I think he's got five or six kids, I think he said. Yeah, he was an animal. And then we got- uh, The dude we just gave it to. Tall Jordan? What was the big guy? What was the big guy's name? And remember the first one you gave out, Tony? Yeah. On Zoom? Uh, Two Pound G. What's his first name? Two Pound G? Tube Hound. Oh, Tube He's Hound. He's a surfer. So his, his <laughs> oh, Instagram yeah, name yeah, is Tube Panama. Hound. Oh, yeah, yeah, From Panama. From Panama, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember his first name right now. 
What was his first name? He's a badass dude. He just had a baby so girl. So Josh too. was the Josh. the one that guy that we met at Dallas. Yes, last dude we Josh. just gave one to. Okay, yeah. He was the last guy we gave one to. But what was Two Pound G's name? Damn, I can't remember. He's a gnarly dude. Where's my alpha brain? I know. And then who else? Was that it? I think there's one more in there we're missing. Uh, and I got, uh, there's actually two little girls who are still waiting to get theirs that I raised money for, but I haven't seen them yet. Nice. Um, so they're going to be, they didn't just get blade legs. They actually got sockets too. Wow. So we helped, we helped a bunch of people. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Which has been I incredible. I did not and this think is, that was going to happen. Listen, this has all been in the first 12 months of, um, of what we've done in our podcast so far. We haven't made a penny on this. Everything we've, we've made, uh, well, way more than what we've made. I think we spent, I think total for this 12 months, I think we've made like $32 on this podcast. So made yeah. not much. So yet. that's a net negative <laughs> 50 what, grand thousand dollars. <laughs> so but um, why is it worth it? But yeah, it's what we set out to do on this podcast was that in itself. We're not trying to make money off this podcast. We're doing it because we feel we have good things not only to teach people but to share back with the world and then actually physically going out and doing things like gifting blade legs like maybe doing events like writing books coaching calls people whatever it is that and then also give away the free information that's actually on our podcast with the interviews we've had with people we've sat down with damon john mark Desoni, Ryford, all business guys business lessons who have done millions and millions and millions of dollars then amputees that have amazing life stories that we can learn to persevere and how to make it through tough times and things. Yeah. And for, and you know, on that too, for our own selfish reasons, the personal development we've been going through, mm -hmm. just meeting the connections we're making with these people has been unreal. Like it's taken us on this wild roller coaster ride that I've enjoyed every single minute of. How much fun have we had in airports? Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, let's talk it. about the airports. <laughs> Remember We've the last time? A lot. Let's talk about Bryce almost going to fucking federal prison for smoking a vapey in aisle. Aisle 27, seat D. <laughs> How do you remember my exact seat number, Tony? Bro, because I was right behind you watching you vapey vapey <laughs> when the gay stewardess and actually you can't say gay stewardess because every stewardess is gay. Did you actually? Did you know that? I did not know Nothing that. against them. Yeah. I prefer a gay stewardess. They're very cleanly. They know how to, you know. They always hit on us, though, Tom. Love that. That's true. The guy was hitting on me, too, and we didn't even know we were with each other. I was all the way up in the front, and he was hitting on me. Wait, what about when we walked into the plane and Tony was, was singing, singing to you? Oh, my God. What was that song? Some song about a dump truck ass in oh, first man. class. <laughs> he got a first. He got a dump truck ass in first class. <laughs> got a dump truck ass up in first class. Woo! Yeah, something Yo, like that. Yo, do you remember when we got shit faced it was just me and you and we where were we, we coming home from we were trying to watch Shawshank Redemption we get to and we look at each other what just happened yo we, we were watched, hammered yo we didn't even watch it and we were staring at it the whole time <laughs> I was trying so hard to pay attention I was yo just too hammered to focus on the actual things happening I remember we were pretty drunk and then I got up to piss and I was like tequila and you're like yeah I came, how many did I come back? Came with? back with four, two a piece. Yo, we were wilding. Oh, I was drinking tequila. You were doing the whiskey. Was that it? No, tequila. You were doing vodka, I think. Oh, oh God. Yeah, I think you're doing vodka. I, the fucking guy, I was like, can I get two more of those? And I like tried to pay for him. And he's like, dude, don't worry about it. And he like handed me a handful. Yeah. 
And I, I threw him a $5 tip. I actually don't think that guy was gay. He was like one of the only stewardesses that wasn't gay. Mm-hmm. Don't know well, why. regardless, we've been traveling. We traveled a lot. We went to multiple places. Dallas, last year, let's see. I went to, we went to Dallas, Houston. Then I also went to Aruba, Florida, multiple times to Florida. Lake Tahoe. Bahamas was last year. Or the year before that. Bahamas was last year because we've yeah. only been doing this for a year. Vegas. Vegas. Atlantic, Atlantic City. City. Wildwood. Yo, we need another Sweet Life episode, we've gone to, by the way. I Yeah. I've been to Cincinnati seven times last year. Yo, I think when so, we go to Boston, we do a, a, a Sweet, sweet life. life in Boston. We're going to Boston. Just 72 sweet hours. Life, review coffee all day around Boston. We'll call it. Coffee uh, and bagels. We're going to have a bomb time. So we'll call it the. The Boston bomb time. Wow. Boston. You cannot say that. I know, I'm just kidding. That is deleted. <laughs> <It's fucked up. laughs> um, all right. So what else has happened? Let's talk about what we've learned from actual podcasting. Like what have we learned so far? And Bryce can speak to this part a lot of how we've changed on the actual asking questions, lighting, cameras, whatever it's been. I learned that I show up and I let Bryce do everything and then I sit and That's I have right. a great conversation. I've learned that paying Bryce to do things is the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Ain't that right, Bryce? Your guys' social media brands, both individually, are growing, I mm. think, at an exceeding rate. And as far as the podcast goes, you know, it's really just an evolving entity in its own, right? I love to hear that. That was great. I mean, it's true, though. We, that's great. We have a very special, <laughs> we have a very unique way of doing it because it's just, not, it doesn't have to be perfect. We're not perfectionist. We just do the podcast, let it happen how it's going to happen, set it up, do whatever we got to do, and then let it play. We're you just know? doing it. We're just, we've changed we're just sets three, four, five times. We've done guests with, or we've done with, with mic clips on us in hotels, in Airbnbs in random hallways and hotels gorilla style you know it's just like listen we're doing a podcast let's get it fucking done we meet somebody 30 minutes later we're recording a podcast about them Fast. you know um well what's your plan for in. the podcast book how do you want it to go this how, podcast how do you want it to evolve what's well your, what's your what's it look like in five years from now to you oh well that's a whole different story uh five years is a is a time frame out that maybe i haven't done so much thought about the podcasting itself but I have the same thought process of, of I want to put on events, could be for Plug PV, could be for Create Your Own Power, could be for Two Dudes Two Legs where I'm having people speak on stage like a Robert Kiyosaki, okay. like Michael Jordan, like Mike Tyson, like some just phenomenons that speak at our events. And we host that as, like I said, two do three legs or whatever it's going to be. But then also during the podcasting itself, the podcasting and who we're going to sit down with and what this is going to grow into. I want to have the headquarters of two do three legs. I want to have it all. I want to have merch and, 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 uh, you know, so we're going to become a brand that's essentially about personal development. Correct. And helping others and entrepreneurs and survivors. I think it's very unique because we have, we're not only doing it in real time. Hmm. We're not only since this podcast has started, my income has basically doubled again. My team size has doubled again. Mm-hmm. We grew by 250% as a company last year in the midst of getting this podcast. And then in the midst of growing this podcast to 12 months ago, 
if you look at our stuff, we don't know what we're doing. Now we've become somewhat decent at it yeah. and it's only a year in and our social medias have grown and our influence has grown and everything we've done gets double, if not triple better each year. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine in five years what that'll be like and what the brand is going to be like. But again, I don't know any other podcast that has two people that are actually in the act of like doing and following our entire story where if you've been listening since day one, we're not nearly the same person we are, you know? Yeah. So other podcasts have them growing, but they didn't start the podcast until they were at the top. Right. So you're seeing now already them with it. Right. You know, we have it, but we have so much longer to go. A long way to go. And we're at the beginning of, of our story and our lives. And we get to essentially document that over the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years potentially yeah. of what we're doing. Yeah. And that's, to go back to it, two other big reasons I wanted to start this podcast and do it. A, I wanted to get better at speaking. And when you sit in front of a camera and you have to talk in front of a microphone and everything you're saying is being recorded, you have no choice but to get very, very good at speaking. Yeah. So that's step A, or that's number one. And number two is, I totally just forgot. Step B. Step B. <laughs> yeah. Part A, B. You wanted to get better at speaking. And what was the other reason to change? You wanted help to people. document Document, there you go. So and we can look back at thing. everything. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, That's one of my favorite thing. things. And just Do you know what it's going to be like when we look back at this conversation in fucking 10 years from now? Mm-hmm. We're going to be like, oh my God, we were so stupid. We had no idea that this was actually going to turn into what it is. whatever it is. I just told Jill the other day. I'm like, listen, you you and I have to sit down on a podcast with Tony and just talk about everything I because I want to wait in five years and look back at that. Yo, and I listen, would you know? love to have Gio on. I can't believe we haven't fucking done that. I want to hear. <laughs> I, he'd be so good. I want to hear him tell stories about how he started. Oh Yo, you know what else I was thinking about? One year ago, just talking about development, it was normal and encouraged for us as salesmen for Plug PV. I'm talking Plug PV right now to sell two deals a month. That's what it was. It was like, yo, just get two sales a month and you're good. There's a bonus for two sales a month. That's so weird to me. Two sales a month now feels like you're five years ago. Plus, BV started last year. We did a hundred million dollars, over a hundred million dollars. Absolutely insane. Yeah, absolutely insane. But speaking, going back to documenting what we have. Yeah, all we have in this world is our memories. That is the only thing we own. Is moments of time that we remember yo that's facts and we are now videoing it so we can actually look back and look at the live what it was at that moment how we we're acting how we dressed how we looked how we talked what we did the simplest shit me in five years saying oh my god bro you remember when i had a mustache like that bro <laughs> like anything you know listen yo remember yo, when i appreciate the past Enough to document the present. Yo, bar. I love that. But I also love what you just said. The only thing we (laughs) own is our memories. It's a moment of time. That, I don't think you even realize what you just said. Everything in this world is borrowed. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting in my kitchen today and I'm looking around and I'm like, this is going to get a little deep. I'm looking around. I'm like, what the fuck is this? My apartment? This shit ain't mine. Nothing here is mine. It's Nothing. all just, yo, my truck. I'm like, yeah, I love my truck. I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm like, that's not mine. Like, 
these are just th- like things. You don't own shit Nothing. in this world, bro. You can't. I had like this crazy Even introspective land. morning today. Like all my properties I own, it's like, no, they're just, they just have my name on them for right now. Mm-hmm. And the money just happens to come to me right now. But like, you don't own shit, bro. We got nothing but our memories. Correct. That shit's mine. Correct. Yo, that's wild. Bro, that's why I always said the person around the campfire with the most stories wins at life. Yo. Because that's the best thing you can have is to be the have the most stories, the most memories, the most fulfillment by what you've done. And at the end of life, you can sit back around all your friends and tell all the good stuff that happened in your life, which, though, has to do with what we own during our life. Yeah. The yeah. stories are better if I have a Lambo than a Honda. Right. The story I'm going to tell is going to be better. Right, but you don't own it. But you don't own shit. it. It ain't shit. It's the only nothing. thing you have is the memory of you hitting the gas and you driving through town right. and people saying this to you or people saying that to you about it. Right. You know? But you don't actually own any of it. The clothes, this fucking couch, this microphone, these cameras, nothing. Nothing. You know? And honestly, we don't even own the content because once it goes on to YouTube, <laughs> nah, they take it. Nah, <laughs> we own, own it the SD here. card that might that I, he keeps. I own it up here, bro. That's right. As long as I can rewatch it. That's right. How do I not it. own it if I bought it and I hold it and if someone walks in, I'm going to protect it? Because you don't, it's like because eventually you'll die and then it goes to whoever. Like right. explain, why do how do I not own it? How do you not own your truck? So like like I said about my apartment, right? Like I think, oh, it's my apartment. Like, nah, bro, that shit, I'm going to be out of that apartment and it's going to be nothing but a memory mm-hmm. in fucking two weeks. And then, and then after that, whatever it turns into 10 years from now, it might be demoed. It's going to be fucking rubble in the ground. Yeah. It's, it's nothing. Hey, dude. even if you live there your whole life, when you die, it goes to somebody else. It's not yours right. to keep that nobody else can have. Right. It's just yours Borrowed. until it's not anymore until right. it gets traded until you stop paying until it burns down right god forbid or you move on to the next place right. and somebody else buys it just like your buildings just like your car just like your clothes at the end of it it gets given back to somebody else or taken back from right. from somebody else and that's why you don't own shit let's see if we can remember some stuff your favorite podcast and why? No, mine had to be Damon John because it was the biggest name. We were so nervous. Yeah. It was in the old studio. We had prepared so much. We had all these questions. We had everything. He comes on and just blasts us. Yeah. Still to this day, when people talk to me about it, they're like, dude, he just roasted you. You know? Yeah, that was fucking wild. So that, that was a wild ride. ride of that. And then it, we're asking these questions. He compliments. Wow, you guys did your research. So then at the end. George says two minutes. He says, nah, I'm good. I got 10. So it all came yeah, back to where wild. he actually liked Which us. Which podcast do and you now, think had the greatest effect on ours? Damon John, numbers-wide, grew our audience the most. But I think to Sony, it's not even close. All right, fuck. I'm trying not to agree with you, but I agree. <laughs> that was going to be my answer. Mark to Sony, I think, changed our yeah. podcast the most. Is there anything we don't agree on right now? Well, Mark to Sony was the first million clip. On that's true let's talk about that we've had we've hit a million a few times on on social no, media instagram we only did it once it was with Mark youtube uh, we did a few with damon john hit shorts yeah. hit a million Fact. my tiktoks hit a million um i've had a couple of videos hit the hundreds of thousands you got 500k on ig in the last three weeks yeah, yeah it's gone man. pretty crazy 
And Tony did some numbers too when he was talking about his life as an amputee couple month or two ago listen on that note that has happened over the last 12 months of us figuring it out figuring out what the algorithms actually like and what each platform actually likes you know you we say youtube likes or sorry youtube likes the longer clips facebook's like slightly less instagram likes slightly less and tiktok likes slightly less but you can go deeper on all that or what they really like and how the algorithms really react to Instagram, when I talk about numbers and what I spent or what I make, those clips have all gone viral. Every single one of my ones on Instagram where I say specific numbers to what I've made yeah. or spent get tens of thousands People of views. People love the specifics, bro. Mm-hmm. Everyone. And when we say viral, that means that it's, been, it's being shown and seen in the discoverability by people who don't follow you. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, that's the only true way to gain a following. I think the real thing for viral is like if it goes viral, by definition, is like Patrick David said one time, two million views in 24 hours or something. Oh, I think that's I like official viral. That. Um, if your video goes viral, but the guests we've had in terms of amputee and and survivorship. I don't want to pick favorites and say anyone is better than the other, but what has been your favorite so far? Our favorite amputee that we had on the show? Mm-hmm. Damn, Not bro. amputee because that's different. That's what I didn't want. I want the best episode with the craziest story or the most the, the what you've learned from it. Well, I mean, still, la- having Lassay on, just his fucking story and the movement mm-hmm. behind changing the game for amputees, like, it's so fucked how the way you walk and your abilities are dependent on what your insurance company is going to allow you. That's such bullshit. So for someone to step in between that and be like, nah, sorry, switching it up. That to me is the wildest thing in the world. And I love that. Like I never thought I'd be affected by shit like that, but I mean, I think he's playing a major role and going to make a big difference for a lot of amputees all over the world. So for me, it's Lasse. Lasse's killing it. But like, wild, bro. All the characters we met, Amputee, Beast, Footless Joe, Monster. We got my boy Steve Crawford, Gang Gang, my boy. He's crazy with it. You got to have him on the show. Yeah, he's he's coming out. I can't wait. I can't wait. Him and... uh, what, him and Footless Joe are coming out event? to the New York one. Yeah, nice. we, we should put them up in the Airbnb if it's done. You know they actually switched it to Jersey. Shut up. Really? They started changing the promo material. Oh, I thought there was just going to be another one that was going to be in Jersey. We should have no. done. They should have done Gold's Gym. We didn't provide them any info on a gym. I did. We should have done, done Gold's, Gold's Gym. gym. Oh. I sent it to Lasse. Oh, sick. I'm about to call we know all and of see them. if we should change it's it. It's not New York City. I mean, it's an hour and a half outside of New York City. Fuck but the city. We'll show people Fuck a good time New if they York come City. here. We know all the Do spots. Do you think it'd be better up here or in New York City? Listen, let me tell you something. Tell me something. Over the last two months, I've had a profound new love for New York City. Oh, let's talk about it. For the it. same reason. No. One Fuck moment. New York City. For the same reason as we're talking about now where you only own memories. New York City is so unique. It is the number one. Unique. 
Think, New York. I know. Unique. unique. It's a shithole. It's unique. dirty. Homeless people, whatever. <laughs> unique Compared to other cities, I've been to Dallas, Cincinnati, Houston, all these cities, Arizona. I've been so many cities now. Nothing is like New York because of the name, because of what it actually is. And I just, I'm not going to live here forever. I don't like New York. So for now, every couple, the last couple of times I've went, I've appreciated it so much more because I'm like, this is just the city. And no matter where you go, yeah. if you say you're from New York City, yeah. everybody knows. Yeah, oh, it's so cool. When is that going to stop? Who gives a fuck about Manhattan? Fuck that place. I hate it. I think it's all the worst parts of like the city liberal, and it's it just exposes them for like it's fucking. Every liberal is like, oh my god, I care about the environment and people. Go to Manhattan, spend a week there. No one gives a fuck about anyone. The bum on the side of the road who hasn't eaten in fucking three weeks. Meanwhile, everyone's running around with money in their pockets. Nobody gives a fuck about the guy. He's sleeping on the fucking floor with the rats that are running around because the place is so goddamn dirty. And no one gives a shit. Fuck Manhattan, bro. I appreciate it for what it is. And the more I go there, the more comfortable I get of like, listen, I could never live there. Don't get it twisted. But when you go there... And it's just like, nobody gives a fuck. Everyone's doing whatever they're doing. There's people fucking everywhere. There's no morals. There's just, it's like almost lawless. Yeah, you it's, know? Just, it's gross, I think. I think that's fun for a little while while you're fucking Correct, in but college, all I'm saying like, is I have a new profound up. appreciation for New York City and the way it is. It's gross. I, I you guys like got to battle it out about this. I hate it. I hate it. I've only, you only, I mean, listen, I'm decisions. not saying I love it. No, you need to say you love it. Come on. <laughs> no, you love I'm it. not saying I love it. Fuck but it. I appreciate what it is because I, like I'm saying, I will eventually move out of New York and probably never come back to New York City. And so while I'm here, I'm going to appreciate the fact that I live next to the biggest city in the entire world. Mm. There is no bigger city with more influence, more money coming through it, more people inside I of it. I think Dubai is going to fucking blow us out of the water. Correct. They're Maybe in the future. On their way. But not right now. And they have morals. Very. Isn't that wild? And it's Very. clean. Very. Yeah. They don't have morals in Dubai. Come on. Bro, they got rules. They'll the chop prime your minister. hand off. Yeah, because of how much, because Correct. of their morals. Because if you're a thief, you don't deserve fingers. That's how the Tony prime minister, you think whatever that's they call true? him. You think that's, you, that's how you feel? The For prime real? minister, whatever is, I forget exactly what he is, but he walks around the streets like a normal human being because yeah, everyone respects safe. him. Right. Who told you that? Andrew other. Tate? Oh, Lord, here we go. Who's Andrew Tate? <laughs> 80% of the people who live in Dubai are immigrants, so they didn't, they didn't come from Dubai. But they all go there with money seeking a better life, and they're all good people. Yeah. So they make it a good place. With morals. Correct. Yeah. And there's laws. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I bet. There's fucking religion. It's he really thinks Dubai is like based. fucking Iraq. He thinks there's Wait, like... really? Yeah. He we, thinks anything over in the United Arab Emirate is like... AK-47s walking around in the I know they have Dubai. money over there, but I'm just saying. Bro, they're not, not the, the Wild States, West. They are, they are, yeah, but the only thing that's dangerous over there is like if you don't abide by their fucking laws because they're, they're, they're yeah, much so more strict. That. Think about that. Mom. If you don't abide by the laws, so in the United States, you don't think you're more free? Yeah, you're free more free, what? but freedom to a degree can be fucking nasty. Like, like in Manhattan, bro, like. 
It's just dirty. It's gross. There's no fucking. All like, I can tell you is the freer America gets, the worse it's fucking getting. So, would you rather be free, like a true conservative's belief of the constitutional right, or would you rather have strict laws, strict, strict, strict laws that you agree with? Ready? Okay. Great. Choose great, one. That's a great utopia question, but that's not how the world works. Which one would you rather have, though? Of course, I want to have less laws, but less I laws. I'd have strict laws that I agree with. That's a good point, depending on the law. That's why you should vote. Yeah. Yeah, but fucking our government's so goddamn corrupt. I think it's so fucking corrupt. doesn't matter what the fuck Did you, you just see the anymore. new Russell Brand and Joe Rogan podcast where they talk about- I watched like the first yeah. 40 minutes of it. And then I amazing. Asleep. Amazing. How we have systems that benefit when that system has a crisis. The pharmaceutical industry benefits when there's a crisis. Military benefits when there's a war. They make more right. money. They have more benefits. So- how can we expect it to be Good. like? How can it not be corrupt? Anyone, right? right. I you you don't think you would be corrupt if you're telling me oh, when there's war I you're making why a billion it's corrupt? Because yeah. if I was in the same position, I'd do the same correct. Thing. And anyone who says they wouldn't is a liar. A liar. You know, Dubai also has the lowest crime rate. Does it in the in the world? Yeah, that's the because city with the cut lowest your crime rate. Fingers off for taking lowest fruit. crime rate. Good. All right, let's see what else we got here. Give me something we fucking don't agree on. I'm trying to argue with you. Tell us why you prefer being out slanging dick instead of being in a relationship. It has nothing to do with the actual relationship side of it. It has to do with the responsibility side of it and everything else I have in my life. So how have your responsibilities at points, increased at points in life? There's going to be an imbalance. Everybody wants work life balance or just some form of balance. Yeah. Overall, there's balance in my life or there's going to be balance in my life, but there's certain times, certain days as a business owner and as someone who's trying to accomplish big things that you're going to have to be unbalanced with work or unbalanced with relationships or right. sacrifice something. And you're trying to mitigate as much of that as possible. And I'm trying to mitigate as much of the collateral damage, but if I want a business to get to a certain level and I want to do certain things, I got to give up something. You can't get it all, all at the same time. You can get it all over time, if I that disagree. makes sense. I'm doing it all. I'm making more money than I was, and I'm going to have a successful relationship and a child. I'm going to do it all. Okay. Everyone tells me but all the you time, you can't have it. You can't balance it. What? I don't have the responsibility. You don't you want have. the same thing I want. Plug PV. I, I'm going to attempt to go I for want, a manager I want 150 well. people on my team. I want $10 million a year in income within the next five years. And then after that, I want to go build a $100 million business. And you don't think you can do that with a, a woman at home? Maybe, but not. It's, it, would be, it would be affected. Right. You got to yeah. balance it. But you're going to give up where you're going home to see your wife and kids. I'm not going home because I don't have that same responsibility. I'm going to stay in the office and I'm going to go to work True. at that okay. same time. I'll so give you that, but could I think, you get to the hundred million dollars? Yes, but not in the same time frame. I am definitely sacrificing a lot of time to be family man. Correct. But I still think I can achieve a lot. Yeah, I mean, you can. I, but what are you solving for? Yeah. What are you solving for? You're solving right you now for that? a happy family. Yes. For a good family life to have yeah. a great relationship with your kid, with your wife, which is good. What is your end goal then, bro? I'm telling you, I want to. But right now, I need an but imbalance. Right. Okay. All right. Well, there goes. Right now, I need an imbalance. There's the age difference. 
Correct. I'm 30. I need it now. It's got to happen. But also look where I am at 24 compared to you are at 24. Right. I have so much right now that I am responsible for that. If I were to have a wife and a kid, it would be in it would be unresponsible for the people that I work with inside of this company because it would take time away from all the other people's lives that I'm trying to change. Right. So that would be detrimental to them, right, right, to right. my mission. That aspect, like I'm saying, would suffer more if I was in a relationship, which is okay. I'm not saying that's wrong. Some pe Most people are going to want that more. I don't right now. May I ask, when you've been in relationships and been at this pinnacle of business, what have been... You know, is it is it you at home where your phone's going off 24-7 and you can't dedicate the time? Is it you traveling? What are the things that penetrate your relationship through business that make it challenging for you? All, but more importantly than anything, the traveling, the, the phone calls nonstop, Zoom calls working nonstop. It's also, the it's, well, it's more than all of that, I should say, is the quality of like attention and headspace. And when I am with that woman, Am I really with her or am I thinking about what else I need to do tomorrow at work and what I could do better and who I need to call and all the other things that go along with business? For me, I don't know how to turn it off. Mm. I can't. Like, it's constant. I would, we'd be on a date after three weeks of not going on a date and as soon as I get a phone call, I don't know how to be like, oh, I can't take this phone call. Like, yeah, you have to. I, I don't, I, I don't know. Some people can, but again, I'm solving for what I'm solving for in my mission and my business and what I want that to be. So my overarching goal, I need to pick up that phone call and go do it. Yeah. But PBD and that makes says my that's what uh, perfect partnerships for. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It's hard. To but I also don't even want the woman to have to struggle through that. Like I feel selfish yeah. making the woman. No, have you're to right. Go because I, I go through that. Like yeah. when I'm home and you guys want to talk podcast at fucking 8 PM yeah. and I just don't answer the phone sometimes. Cause it's like, nah, sorry, I'm doing family time. Correct. And it's, it is a sacrifice that I'm making. Correct. You better believe I want to answer because that phone call. Because so you don't want to, it's not that, it's not that you don't want to pick up the phone call. It's that you don't want her, you don't want to feel guilty yeah, that's with her. The only reason I don't Correct. answer the, phone, the call that's, is for her. That, what, and for me, it's, I don't want to bring her through that. You right, know? exactly. No, I'm, I get it. You know what I mean? I get that. I care so much to not bring the person through that. When are you going to have kids? When's it going to be, Poke? When it's ready, bro. When Look it's at ready. PBD, though. He I'm did it. creating what I want. PBD didn't exactly. have a kid until he was fucking 38 years old. Zach's really? 23 with a money tree, really? bro. Bro, he's 43. He only, I think his, no, his oldest kid is nine. So he's 43. So he had a kid at fucking four, uh, 35. Damn. Maybe I'm not, maybe I, maybe I pulled the trigger. Bro, but there's soon. no, there is no <laughs> nothing like nah. that. It's whenever you're ready. Yeah, I know that. I felt like Don't it, get it twisted, bro. Ready. Let me say no. this after I just said all that stuff. The only thing I've ever known for sure that has never changed that I've always wanted is to be a father. I don't think there's any better thing on earth, higher mission, more important duty, nothing compares to having a kid and being a father. I think that's the most important thing in our lives. You pro hitting kids or what? And <laughs> Yes. Yo, all right. We agree on too much. We need we need a liberal in here. Yo, get me someone to argue with. Where's Matt at? I would love to debate Matt on the mic. Matty B? Talk, talk about Matt. Matt says America is so prevalent 
and successful as a country that we can definitely afford to give Ukraine our money. And our $36 trillion in debt. Yeah. yeah no, but bad. we can afford. Yeah, we have to. It's our responsibility. Bro. Yo, Matt, I challenge you to give 30% of each paycheck that you get here at Q29 mm. directly to the Ukraine. Because mm. we're so prevalent and successful. With that here. money where your mouth is. Yo. How much of your decisions in life are based off of money? Every decision we all make is pretty much money, right? Mm-hmm. Maddie, I love you. Don't get offended, bro. Please. How much of your how much of people's decisions are based off of their taste buds? Not the other percent that's left over after you decide. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, people always. It, it's crazy to me that like you hear someone go like, "Yo, money isn't everything," but it's like, what time do you wake up in the morning? Seven a.m. Why? Why? Because you have to be at work at nine. So what? Every decision you make is based on the fact that you're going to get this money. Crazy. Crazy. Every decision is based off of a fake currency that's made up that controls it all. Here we go. That's why. That's all the rappers money. rap about. And everyone listens to them. Wait, what else is there in this world? It's oh, your relationship? Family. family. Yeah, but that's sex. <laughs> you already brought it up. Oh, yeah. Wait, family. what? <laughs> what? You just say that's sex? Yeah, your family. What are you from fucking Alabama? No, bro, your family, your wife. Oh, uh, that's a, actually, that's a very nice way to put it, Tony. What are you talking about? What are we talking about? He's saying the that. three things in this world that like, matter, right? You don't have is family sex? outside of your fucking girlfriend? No, but he's No, saying. but that is all included in the umbrella of family. No, but you said under the umbrella of sex, not family. No, family. The other sex way around. is under the umbrella of, of family. family. Got it, okay. Right? I thought you were saying it the other way around. I get my sex from my girl, my wifey. Uh, yeah, I would hope my so. Mom. And sometimes so. from Pook, who's also my fam, bro. Mm. Mm. That's that fam bam. <laughs> fam bam bam bam. Gay. <laughs> Just kidding. Jesus Christ, I'm not a stewardess. Um, Mobby wants us to argue. No, we I need still something controversial. We're just sitting here really agreeing agree on the mic. Yeah, but we always disagree on shit. You think investing in assets is better than investing in yourself to start. Or should we not word it like that? Yeah, I'll say you could say it that way. I don't know if I agree with it a hundred percent that way, but go. What well, do you what got? you've done is now at your age, you invested all of your money in the beginning up until now where you got this job. But before that, it was all the money that you made went into real estate. Yep. So it was you making money, not reinvesting it back in yourself to learn how to make more of that money. You instead went and invested in real estate to make you more of that money. Correct. Correct. I never invested in myself monetarily. Before this argument starts, I'm going to end it. You ready? Monetarily. I never mm -hmm. paid, right? Like I mm -hmm. thought getting a, a, an education and paying for an education was stupid. Although, I mean, the vault was fucking incredible. That was good money spent for sure. But I guess it depends on where the money's going to exactly. But go on. Go on. You tell me what you think is better than putting money into like property. Tony's words. The only thing we own in this world is our memories and right. our skill sets. Right. And what we have in our mind. Fact. You don't own those buildings. Right. You own them for now. Right. They print money for now. Right. So that's why I think it's more important to invest in yourself. That could be in your own business. That could be in your own skill sets in the beginning. That could be in your own brand. That could be marketing yourself, whatever it is, yep. is going to give you much more value 
over time than any piece of real estate ever could. Facts. Agreed. Ready? <laughs> I would spend 10 times the amount in, in paying for a liquidable asset than investing in myself. I do invest in myself. Every penny I put into this podcast is investing in myself. I can't, we can't do anything with this podcast right now, but the experience we're getting from it, we're going to have, I'm going to have better stories for the rest of my life, but dollar for dollar, I'm putting more of that money into something else that's going to make a return for me. So you're saying you think putting money into real estate is better than putting is going to make you more money than putting it into yourself. Dollar for dollar. I don't think I need to spend. You don't even agree with yourself. No, I don't think I need to spend as much investing in myself as I do investing into things. Right? So because, I, because here's the argument that you could make is that because a lot of the information you can get is free. Yes, exactly. I am investing in myself. It doesn't require money. Mm-hmm. I don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. We're meeting people because of the strength that we've created of having a podcast. We're meeting these incredible people, making crazy connections, and it doesn't cost money. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there needs to be, it, it has to be, I think that when it comes to monetary, put the money elsewhere. So I think you need to feed the beast before you go buy other things. And an example, here's the basis of argument. You think you make money, you, you, you make money here and then it immediately goes to something else. And then you make more money and then it goes to something else. Make more money, it goes to something else. So you're building- To an asset. You're, you're not building out your base as in I wanna go, instead of making $100,000 and putting 30,000 into something else right away, I wanna continue to just dump the money back in for as long as I need to until I have such a surplus, my number is a million, until I have a million to then go buy an asset with. Also because I think- Yeah, but you're just talking about saving money. How is that investing in yourself? Because I keep putting the money back into skill sets, back into our podcast, back into my brand until I'm making so much yeah, money how monthly. much money are you putting toward yourself? All of it. I pay for a personal, I pay for Bryce to edit all my videos to build my personal brand. I pay for outreach. I pay for the fucking uh, uh, office upstairs to build my business more. When I say myself, myself is my business. Okay. I'm I'm buying all the stuff for Plug PV. I'm building an office for Plug PV. I'm paying for outreach leads. I'm building new offices. I'm paying money to travel to those new offices to continue to flow cash flow that business. I'm paying into myself. I'm paying into two yeah, new three likes podcast. Same shit. I'm just not spending as much as you doing it. I bought an office. I'm renting an office upstairs. I didn't do a whole office, but I'm not a manager. I'm but paying for a podcast is, too to, for my own personal development. But my development. point is, before you even did that, you started buying assets first. Because what I'm saying is, you went a hundred grand, and then instead of taking that money like I did and reinvesting it Correct. back into That's my true. business, That's true. you said, let's go outside okay. to buy real That's estate. That's true. That's true. But Correct. still, I think you're missing the missing it by not investing your money in something right now physically. Incorrect. No. Because Absolutely. I think you're there's infinite. Wrong, bro. Because there's infinite resources or sorry there's infinite amount of of uh um knowledge of skill sets that i can learn right to continue to make me more money you know what's not infinite your fucking time bro you know what you else have too? the money right now go buy a building go put you, it in something when i when i have that such that surplus of money i'm in such a different class of buying the real estate that now i want to buy everyone what's makes, the class worth if you're not buying everyone makes 
their first 100,000, 150,000, 100,000, and goes, takes that 30K and buys a duplex or a fourplex. I want to take it to a million and then go buy a 32-unit complex because there's so much less competition at that stage. And the money I'm going to make buying a I duplex right now- I don't think there's right less competition now, up there, bro. The money I'm going to make buying a duplex or a fourplex right now to make an extra 40 grand a year is nothing to me. To go out and waste my time to try and find that house, to try and, and look at houses, to then go get a loan, to then go get, find a tenant, to make up a, a, a lease, to do all those things and take all my time away when I'm already making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to go finally get that property to make 40 grand a year is not worth it for me. I want to mm, keep reinvesting into it until I have nah, I way more. You. And then you're what? You're just going to walk into the real estate game playing with the fucking big ballers? You think Money you're just going to step influence. in influence. Yeah, your money's not going to... Money has you influence. you need the connections, bro. You need That's to know the game. That's also part of yourself. I'm investing in the relationships. Okay, I get that. But then you're just... But then we're doing it differently. That's two Correct. different games. That's the point of this. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do it that way. I like owning it and knowing what the, what the fuck's going on. And mm-hmm. I enjoy that shit. Owning what and knowing what the fuck's going on? What are you talking about? In my properties. Okay. You just want to know someone who knows how to do it and be the money. No, I want to. I want to buy it myself too and fund it and do it. But bro, you ain't walking into a fucking building with your Louis Vuitton loafers to fix the fucking sink. Get out of here. I got on work boots. Don't play with your boy. Work boots. Those things have never seen a job site. <laughs> Look, there's mud on them. There's mud on the back. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably I paid extra a, I for the puddle this morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You almost drowned. Yeah, well, I didn't have to because I'm going to have millions of dollars by the time I invest in the yeah, real estate. Okay. This guy's been watching too much fucking Kiyosaki. Listen, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to build my nest to a big, big, big nest before I go out and start handing out my eggs. All right. You got to walk before you can fly, chief. I've been fucking running for a long time. No, no, not, not in real estate. Listen, but you don't think what that do all you this fake skill sets... Own? What do you, you fake own, bro? All the you got a Ford Raptor. You rent that thing out? Where's <laughs> fucking, you got Turo on your phone? Listen, don't talk because your truck is three years older than mine and half of the package mine is. Half. And guess what else it is? One third of the price and it goes just as quick. He doesn't have enough It just takes eggs. a little longer. <laughs> it but just takes a little longer listen, to get there. When I say myself... When I say investing in myself, that means so many things. But my whole point is, I'm not going out and buying any real estate until I've exhausted all of my uh, uh, bought all of my skills and made enough money. I think you're waiting too long. I think you're waiting too long. I don't think it's ever too early to jump in and put those dollars in. You're forgetting the the simple equation is money over time is a lot more fucking money. What you're forgetting is, I don't just get the 30 grand and throw it at real estate and all of a sudden I have a property. It takes time to go look at the properties. I know, I did it. To go research the properties. I know. And my time is worth way too much to go out and waste my time on that to only make so the only 30, risk 40 I grand see a year. is, let's say, so real estate's safe. People are always going to need shelter. Let's say for some reason in two years from now, solar is gone and I pray to the fucking gods it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. What's your job worth? What's that office upstairs? Right? Nothing, but all the Nothing. stuff I've done is here. Right, yes, you like, and I've invested okay, in all my people. Point. Now that's I have good forty point. people that trust in me to that's be their a good leader. Point, but I have a fallback. Listen, do you know? Do you know what? How much money? Well, I shouldn't say it, but do you know how much money I could be offered if I took my forty-person sales team 
and said, this is what we've done. Yes. These are our sales. This is how we've made our leads. This is how much money we've made the company. I want to bring my entire team over to your company. Write me a check. Right. But let's say solar falls out. What are you going to take a solar team to go sell? You don't. Alarm? They're salesmen. If okay. I have 40 people that trust in me to be their leader, that that's, trust okay. in me to bring yeah, them. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And I say, hey, I have 40 people. Here's what we did over the last three years and right, what I've right. taught these people. I want to bring them to your company. I'll build. You don't need to go out and recruit a sales force. I, I'll bring my sales force. I think that's a good point. Who's writing me? What's the check worth? What are you going to do? A lot of money. What are you going to do with that check? A lot of money. What are you going to do with it? Go buy some property? Then I'll buy real estate. (laughs) Exactly. Bingo. My portfolio's already flexing. (laughs) Then I'll buy the real estate. Where's your fucking 40 salesperson team going to stay? I got Airbnbs for them. (laughs) That office upstairs that I built. Listen, you're not going to convince me that it's smarter. Okay, actually, let me put it this way. For the 95% of people... For the 95% of people that just want to make a few million dollars and live a good life, your idea is way better. For the people that are not risk adverse and want to bet on themselves and want to fucking make hundreds of millions, I think you have to do it my way. I think there's a balance in the. I think there's a happy medium that you're missing. I fucking hate the word balance. Go ahead. That's it. There's a happy medium. That's not what I'm... The happy medium is 95% of people would rather do that because they want to make no, decent no, no. What money. What I'm saying is continue doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and putting money into yourself. It's great. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. But I think you should also be putting money into physical things that have a return. Like you got a, you got a return. An Look IUL. at my life. Look at my life over the last two years. My return is every year for the last five years. My income is at least doubled, if not tripled. For the last five years in a row, every single year, if I look at my tax returns, I just don't think you're thinking long term enough. You ready? You got an IUL now, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I wish I had one when I was your age. Mm -hmm. I fucked up. Mm -hmm. I didn't get one. All I would have had to do is put a hundred bucks in in a month. And this is just an example of another thing that you put money into that has a return for you. Mm -hmm. If I fucking drop dead, my IUL is not going to have anything in it. Right. If you drop dead, what are you leaving? If I drop dead, who gives a fuck? Oh, well, that's the difference between me and you then. But I you give a have... Fuck. I need to leave shit behind for other people. But you just said earlier, you're, you are you want to have a kid. Of course, but right now I don't. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> you could be fucking building a real estate portfolio for that kid. You should be putting money away for the future. But I am. I'm putting it into myself. I am what the only thing... What if you get thing, hit by a bus? I am the only thing that is guaranteed that I'm bringing into the future. You're not guaranteed. None of us are, bro. But your real estate is less guaranteed that it'll be here than you. No, it's definitely going to be here. I'm no. going to die. Okay. That shit is going to be here. That's a fair here. point. The way I said that didn't make sense. But my point is, I, if I'm not here, then it doesn't matter. To you? Correct. But what about your loved ones? I, when I get to that point, then I'm going to buy the properties. Well, to then give to start them. preparing now, dipshit. Put the fucking Listen, money away. If I would have wasted half of my time or some of my time, I shouldn't say half, but if I would have wasted my time trying to buy real estate right now, my sales team would be half because I'd be wasting so much fucking time out looking at properties. Yeah, but you don't need goddamn half. Day. It doesn't take that much time. We're fucking living in an industry where it's, it's very much based on weather. In the winter, bro, go do your real estate. Go find your first property, buy it, 
and you got all this fucking money. You know a bunch of people. I worked harder this winter than I did in the summer. Guaranteed. Wait, why? Because I did. I had way more shit. I opened up a team in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's true. I fucking was in Cincinnati seven times. We flew all around the goddamn country. Yeah, that's true. Houston, Dallas, fucking Florida. We did have a busy ass winter. So, Our off season. <laughs> bro, we were on bro, all year. I was busier in the winter than I was in the summer. That's crazy. That's true, I think. I was doing shit all year round. All right, so this summer, go buy some properties. Fuck no. Crazy. Listen, if I... If I buy a property, if I waste the time going out and buying one property a year to make thirty thousand extra dollars a not year, not a waste of time. You if I take that research. same money, if I take that same time and just continue and doing what I'm doing now with that time, my return is better than the real estate. Thirty thousand dollars a year is less than I make in a month. All right, you ready? Here's an argument that you can't argue against. Do you plan on doing it in the future? Yes. Now it's better. No, it's not. Absolutely. It's now better with fifty grand. Or is five years better with a million? If I say, hold up. If I say. Now is better. Okay. If so, I say today. Right, no. So if I say 50 today, grand I'll give you now, 50 grand. So you're going to have 50 grand less when you have that million. So you're going to still have a million and whatever the fucking no, math is. Less because the 50, 50 grand, grand would cost me the time to go out and You know buy what that 50 grand is going to be by the time you have a million? Way more than 50 fucking grand. But the 50 grand reinvested back into myself, my relationship, my business is going to return me more than the real estate would over the 10 years. It's proven. Questionable. It's proven. No, I mean, it all depends my on where you put it. My income is doubled, if not tripled it every year. It all depends on where you put it. My income is doubled, if not tripled every year for the last five years because I keep reinvesting it back into myself. And no matter what happens in the world, whatever, what happens to solar, we I have, have to sit and do the numbers, bro, because 50 grand... If we're talking about money that actually comes out of your prop out of your pocket 50 grand could be a fucking down payment on a fat property big property that over time is going to gain value and give you a return it's not going to give me a return like spending 50 grand on relation and this is just for me because my the the space I'm in now the business I'm building is all based on people and skill set. I am a direct correlation to how much money I can make. The better I am, what do I say all the time? This company is a personal development company with a compensation plan attached, a sick one. Facts. The better I become, True. the more people I know, the more influence I have, the more money I make directly correlated. And by, by more money, I mean by hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, mm. depending on my skill set. If you had 50 grand in an account, Tony is saying that you should take that money and buy real estate with it. And Zach is saying that you should take that money, invest, invest it in your business. Yourself, which yeah. could be your business. Yeah. Is, that the, is that clear? Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't spend all of it on real estate, but I would spend uh, uh, the larger, larger portion of it. Well, you wouldn't clarity. spend all of it on that. just yourself either. Really? Well, you don't put any money away. You don't save money. Not for a rainy day. Bro, yes, you do save money. I spent $350,000 on expenses last Bro, year. Bro, I know about your savings accounts. You yeah. save money. What okay, the fuck I are you talking about? I don't just really take money and go, oh my God, I got to get it in my account. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. just throw it in the That's street. That's what I'm saying. You don't, don't do that. I don't just throw it in the street. Right. But I'm not you saving save it money. to invest in real estate yet. I'm, the money but goes in there. you are saving it. You have money saved. The money isn't, okay, yes, there's money in my account, but it's not saved just to sit there. It's there. It's a holdings account, so I can go spend it somewhere else. 
Right. It's just there. Right. But I'm just saying you don't spend all <laughs> of your money. Yes. The account is labeled savings. Technically, yes. Yes. But but you're not spending every penny you have on yourself. Damn near. Nah, cuz. You want to talk numbers? What did you make last year? I'm not going to say how much I made. Okay. Well, you saved 25% of it. It's in an account. And the other 70% was spent. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. For how much money I but made. But 25% of how it much was money saved. I made to sp- and, and then, bro, my tax bill just came in. 20% of it's gone. I'm only going to be left with 5%. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, too. I forgot. <laughs> I just about fucking that. filed my taxes and got Should that. Should have bought solar, bitch. Yeah. So, okay. So, 85% of what I made, and I made a good amount to spend 85% of that is extreme. That Most is people lot. are not doing that. That is a lot. And almost every penny was back in myself. What almost percent every did you spend, penny. Tony? Tony, last year, how much percent did you spend? On on what? On your money earned. Total. Of last if year. If Zach's saying he spent 85% of his income, how much did you spend? Uh probably 50% of it maybe. But not, but but it was all on different shit. You know, I put me and Michaela up in a new apartment, furnished that whole bitch. I got myself a truck. Let me ask, how much was spent on business and back into yourself? Are you the IRS asking me? Or, you know, no, <laughs> because if it, because if you're the IRS, a hundred percent. I'm interested in the true answer to that. question. My answer, out of the, I would say out of a hundred percent of my expense, a hundred percent of what I spent, eighty percent of that was for business and back in myself. Hmm. Yeah, honestly, you, could because you be more. because you got a sales team. I don't have to do all mm-hmm. that. You know, if we're talking about money that I spent back into myself, it's probably fucking ten percent of what mm-hmm. I made. You know, went toward the podcast and fucking. And how much was towards your businesses? Or sorry, how much towards your real estate? I'm sorry. That I spent in the last year. Well, Personally. my whole savings account is for real estate, so yeah. I'd say fifty percent. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh well, that counts. Yeah, I mean the savings I have are. But all you didn't. You haven't gold. spent it all yet. You're sitting there it's waiting. Sitting there waiting for to, the, be, the to buy something. Right pl- time to mm-hmm. use it. Yeah, buy or renovate. Yeah. So. All right. What else? Why do you buy watches, bro? What a fucking waste this of money. This is a fifty dollar Tommy Hilfiger. Okay, but you're going to get a fucking Rolex. Rolex. What a wasty waste. You think so? You know, Rolex in the last ten years has performed better than real estate stocks and crypto. Yo, where do I get a watch? Rolex. That's wild. I think that's the dumbest shit ever. Why? Because it's a, it's, it's a. You think that was done by design? It's an exclusive item. Right, but I think that was done by design. No, I think the the design is it's exclusive, and the less there is of something, the more people want it. All I know is I just want an AP, and I want Vukum. Vukum? Yeah, you know about Vukum? No. Sounds He's like popping a- on TikTok. He goes and has live oh, negotiations yeah, that's your in New York. That's your boy. He's so dope. He just knows everything. He, he does like nego- It's like watch negotiations, and he's legit. Because he buys and sells watches. Yeah. Wait, he and he's Rolexes, actually a local dude? Brightlings. No. Let's Tech. have him on. No, he's not a local dude. He's popping in New York. New York so City. let's get him on. Let's call okay. him. Bryce doesn't actually know him. He watches his TikToks. Let's contact him right now. All I know is I Live. just want AP, bro. I'm going to get an AP bro, next it, year. Listen, though. Do you know how crazy it is? Look up the charts. This is real. Rolex performed better. I know. I know. Had a higher appreciation. Then real estate, gold, money, and crypto. I believe it. And stocks, I mean, sorry. Crypto went down, huh? Well, yeah, just... Crypto's a failure. But that's why you Crypto's buy a watch. Crypto's being failed purposely. 
like that. I believe it is. Because well, it would set us free, bro. Tinfoil hat. Set us free. Yo, how many times do conspiracy theorists have to be proven right before mm. they're not called conspiracy theorists anymore? Is conspiracy theorists also derived from the, the phrase derived from people trying to control the narrative? No, I think so. Do you know that I used to be ashamed to like tell people like I think getting a fucking vaccine is the dumbest thing you could ever fucking do and you're a retard and like, wow, look at how the turntables. <laughs> how the tables have turned. Yeah, that's a joke. Mobby, how long have we been going? I think you're at an hour point five. But this last half hour has been the highlight of my night. The highlight of it. Mobby, who do you agree with? Yeah, where would you put your... Well, Mobby is investing all of his money right Shut back up. into his Let business. Shut up. Let man, sir. I talk for Bryce. Bryce. <laughs> yes. What's the question? Which person do you agree with more? First, give us the one answer, and then you can give us the detail. I agree with Zach. I told you. I said that. Welcome back to the Zach and G podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bro. But that's just because I'm in, I'm, that's I'm in grind mode and I am literally, I live for Q29 Video Studio. <laughs> that's all I'm oh, capable okay. of doing is literally like living Investing and breathing back this in yourself, every single dollar. See, I don't business. even, I, I'm not even at the point that you guys are at. Like, I, I don't even really consider my personal income to be enough to do anything with at this point because I need to cross a threshold where then I'll be able to actually pocket some dough and make personal investments. So all I'm considering to be my money is, is my business. The money. difference between you and I, that's why I said 5% of people can do what me and Bryce are saying and 95% can do what you're saying because we own businesses that we can fund to make more money. Right. If you don't own a business, Yo, you can't fund it. You, you gotta know how, put it somewhere how else. much gray area there is in that statement, though? Because what am I doing by putting money in real estate? I'm funding, funding your my own business. Correct. So then it's like, what? what's the difference? Listen, Did we just have an have argument, argument about nothing? We're not yeah. agreeing at the end. Don't yeah, fucking no, agree with me. No, we're not. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't you guys agree did agree, me. Tony. If you okay, so here's the difference. Mine is safer. No, but yours is... How is it safer? Outside. Because Do you not what believe if, in yourself? What if what if AI comes out and oh, there's no God. more here fucking... Listen, it's not safer. Okay, but still, here we go. Here we go. Ready? What if it doesn't you have can better show returns. up at a place that offers the same exact things that you do here? Listen. And it's all automated. Stop. Nobody can Plug offer PV what I do. Plug PV grew by 250% last year. How much did your real estate appreciate? My real estate can't burn down because of an industry change. How much did your real estate appreciate? Whatever it's inflation safer. went it up, it made five percent. I made two hundred fifty percent of my money. But there's long term that no one ever thinks about in real estate. Hold on, I just got called out. It pays out. for itself. All my if equity Bryce grows up. Never if Bryce builds this. Oh yeah. To make seven million dollars a year and then goes and sells it to a media company, his payout is forty five million. I'm just saying. Long term, he's making fucking money if he builds it the right way. If it doesn't go out. Businesses can fail like that. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. You got to fund the beast and know what you're doing. It takes a certain person to go out and want well, to risk. Well, mine is bet retard proof. You just got to own the Correct. property and rent it out. It's a good thing you do it because you're the retard. <laughs> I just know that like what we offer here at Q29 has a lot to do with what I offer clients personally involved in the, the direction and the writing and the branding. And that can't be replicated by AI. Mm. So yeah, you can. What have What do you it. mean? Which part of writing? Like writing copy and shit? Well, I'm just saying. Like, that's exactly what AI does. 
No, I mean like like the branding. Like I'm I'm really helping young entrepreneurs brand themselves. And yeah, like AI like can to figure edit out video. what their brand is. Yeah, and just like drill okay. it and hit and hit it and just repeatedly just smack yeah. it over the head. And like AI can edit videos for sure, and that'd be great. Imagine I had three AI computer bots yeah. just cranking. It, well, it can enhance your business. Yes. But I wonder if you didn't have the cameras and that was all you did, what would your business be like? But that's not. Well, the cameras business. are like the the most important part. But like you know, you you don't you, you don't you you forget that I'm not a camera operator. Right. I'm just a. I'm just a. You do well. That's what I'm saying. Like, but it's like, would people still come to you? Because I think people are tricked and they think that your value is that you do the camera, but it's right. not. Right. They right. don't realize That's the best part. that you're really the value, the asset, and it's not the cameras. But like that, without that little trick, what happens? Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm just, I always mess around like, oh, you know, fuck AI. But really it's like, that's great. I'm adapting. Like I'm moving with it. You know, we're at actually, you know, Two Dudes, Three Legs is at the forefront of something that's why like and our time is flying by like the time is just flying by we look at like one month went by it feels like a year because like we're on the precipice of something like really huge and the people we put ourselves around and the people we meet and the amount of trips we take you know putting it all online people are going to be looking back on their lives that they've lived the last three years like holy shit i wish i worked I with that. bryce to get my brand i out know there. that yeah i know that like That's people, be people walk in a Q29 hole. Real more estate's thing. a safe investment. Bryce Equal, the safest oh, investment. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, pe- people, people, bro, people don't know when they walk in here until they leave that, that this is, that you get, you're paying for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that shit. No, until they leave. I know that. Yeah. But that's a whole nother. So two to three legs podcast. Our goal after twelve months of what we've been doing is to buy more property. <sighs> We're just gonna end it there. <laughs> after twelve months of podcasting, one year, I've learned that Tony has one leg and I have two, <laughs> and so that's why we call it two to three legs because there's two of us Yo, and we have three legs total. That's why it's named that. I know. I didn't find that out until twelve months of podcasting.